Welcome back to The Truth Hurts, where we expose corrupt politicians and the lying corporate media. And joining me today is Mr. Straylaced himself, Young William. How you doing, Young William? I'm doing pretty well. I like this chair a lot better than my usual chair, so I can't uh, No complain. one knows what you're talking about. They look like the same chair. I can see you're in a different chair. I'm looking at you from a different angle. That's though. it. People are used to seeing me look this way. Do I look better from the left? Is that it? Do you like that profile? <laughs> Uh, sitting in your old chair is Bridget. She's not it's hiding in the comfy. dark with uh, Dawson today. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be reading your comments live on air. So if you want to opine on one of the topics at hand on Rumble or Facebook, please do. Uh, Dawson, are we on YouTube again? No. Okay, running the dials, much easier job for him because YouTube banned us for two weeks. It's a much easier job for Dawson because he's running the dials and he has one less dial he has to run, I guess, or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, I love he made me laugh before that's, we went in here. He's like, oh, we can't do YouTube. <laughs> so um, we got to get right into it. By the way, where where's Mega Jesse? That's oh, yeah, he's been in the room, right? He's not here, is he? He's not here. Uh, he's going to be reporting live from St. Cloud. Kamala Harris decided to come into town. So we got Mega Jesse on the ground. We'll bring you um, – him live probably in about 20 minutes but first of all we got to talk about this Wilhelm, the left is so crazy radical whether it's abortion on demand up to the moment of birth getting rid of carbon uh producing energy in basically 17 years in minnesota which will definitely lead to climatic deaths or today what we learn which might be the most radical thing of all of them the Minnesota Democrats want to make our state a sanctuary state for gender mutilation of children. Okay? Pull up the article on uh, Action for Liberty here. We just published this. Good job again, William, uh, writing you. and covering this story. This bill, and I think Finky or Fink or Fink, what do we even know what he, she, uh, what, how to pronounce the name? Finky, I think it is. I thought it was Fink, but it could Fink. be Finky. She brings the funk and Fink. <laughs> Uh, uh, the main author, right? Yes. Okay. So yep. Fink, a transgender, how do you say it? Transgender the woman? The PC, yeah, it'd be transgender woman. Well, you know, obviously on The Truth Hurts, we're, you know, def definitely trying so to be man. as PC as possible. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a man. All right. So a man that's pretending to be a woman, as you wrote in the article. Uh, Fink wants to uh, basically allow people in other states who are trying to protect children because someone in Minnesota, maybe a mother, maybe a father, want to be all woke and crazy and abusive and get their child a gender-affirming surgery. That's what they call it now. It's so interesting, their play on words. Gender-affirming surgery, basically chop something off and stick in hormones for a child. They want to make sure that Minnesota law enforcement doesn't pursue it. Do I have that basically correct? Yeah. That's pretty much it. If a court in another state says, hey, this is not okay, you can't do this, Minnesota's going to shrug their shoulders and say, yeah, too bad. We're going to let them do it anyway. It's unbelievable. Pull up uh, the article again. Let's go to the bill, which has a whole slew of authors. First of all, this is in the House. So as you can see there, we've got uh, – zoom out just one bit there. Okay, there we go. So 35 authors in the house. Once again, Fink, the main author. Let's just go through this list. First of all, you got Hortman and um, Jamie Long, he, him, on the uh, list of authors. So that's both the Speaker of the House and the Majority Leader. We also have uh, your uh, legislator, Sydney Jordan, there, uh, Dawson. She's just doing a bang up job up there for you. 
Um, but people who are in swing districts, which are interesting, people like Zach Stevenson, who, uh, you know, if he was on a football field, goes for both end zones. <laughs> um, we have Brad Tabkey, uh, who is in Shakopee, and then Josiah Hill, who is in Stillwater. And these are areas that probably wouldn't really like to know that the legislators are doing this kind of crap. Um, so those are just some of the big highlights there. In the Senate, click on the companion SF-63. So that's the Senate bill. Now, in the Senate, you can only have one author and three – or sorry, four co-authors. So they've got the f five that they, they could get. You got the new May Quaid, and then you got Devil, who's been there forever. Uh, what is that name? I don't even know what that is. Port and McEwen. Um, God, Must I, also be new. Must be a new person. Yeah, I don't know that person. <laughs> so they're real standout in the legislature. So anyhow uh, – Full authors, basically in both chambers. I mean, thirty-five authors is a lot. We really, we really got to come up with a name for these thirty-five radicals that are all on basically every bad bill. There's got to be something. We'll workshop. We, some we are going to workshop something. Yeah. All right. So let's go into the language of this bill. Back to HF, whatever it was, HF six something, one forty-six, as introduced. Isn't that impressive? Dustin didn't know where this stuff was until <laughs> more than a month ago. I, now learning. look at him. He's learning. a master. He went right for the language. And uh, you guys at home, too, maybe you've never actually looked up legislation. I think you're learning right here how to do it. It's actually pretty simple when you learn it, but they kind of keep it confusing for a lot of us who uh, are new to it. Mm -hmm. So right here at the top, and I better read it off my screen because I'm going to be squinting if I look up there. There's a lot of provisions, but number one, they're, they're actually inserting this language into current statute. It says a law of another state that authorizes a state agency to remove a child from the child's parent or guardian because the parent or guardian allowed the child to receive gender-affirming health care. Gender-affirming health care. Okay, I want you to understand that's their language, which is changing. It used to be called, what did they call it? Uh, gender reassignment surgery is basically what they used to call it. So now yeah. it's gender-affirming health care, which is so clever with the words. And it's actually defined in Section 548.415, but um, is against the public policy of this state and must not be enforced or applied in a case pending in a court in this state. A court order for the removal of a child issued in another state because the child's parent or guardian assisted the child in receiving gender-affirming care in this state must not be enforced in this state. Now, if you just took away the gender-affirming thing and you, and you inserted the language, a physically abused child so basically a state agency removing a child from the child's parent or guardian because the parent or guardian allowed abused the child physically is against the public policy of minnesota right i see no difference between those two there's no difference actually there's a big difference there's a big difference because now obviously both are bad right but physical abuse a person could grow up and be a normal adult it's true you hack off a kid's you know balls inject them with hormones a boy that you inject with uh hormones you know I'm trying to speak scientifically i'm obviously not smart on this stuff neither yeah. are they by the way um <laughs> whatever the schedule hormones is that's not going to be a normal adult right clearly well and their big line about puberty blockers is that oh well this is reversible you know you can always resume puberty whenever you want to but if that's true why are they using lupron to uh, pause puberty. The, the, this is the same drug that's used on sex offenders to right. chemically castrate them. Right. So what they're doing is chemically castrating children. Mm -hmm. And they say it's reversible. No, I don't know I mean, if anyone buys that. And, and clearly, 
even if it was reversible in the long term, the damage, the mental damage that's going to do to children, you know, and this is so absolutely insane. And we're talking, I don't know, I don't know if Minnesota actually has happily married people, uh, but you, there are a lot of marriages that aren't happily married and they end in divorce, which is like 50%. And uh, your spouse has gone crazy and d don't agree in raising child and you've moved to Wisconsin and, and uh, she lives in Minnesota and she thinks that, well, uh, our child thinks that he, he's a girl now. And so I'm going to go through with this woke craziness and do this gender affirming surgery. If there is a subpoena from another state like Wisconsin, you know, trying to get this child removed from this abusive mother, it's not going to be forced in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, this is no small matter. This is really huge. And once again, I go back to if it's a physically abused child, it should be synonymous with what's going on here because you're physically mutilating genitalia or yes. or hormones to make sure that this child isn't growing naturally the way that they were supposed to. Mm -hmm. The way that God made you, right? Right. Not that that matters to the left here. Um, go back to the article here. Oh, they actually even have a provision in the law about extradition and what the governor relates to. You guys can see just by going to actionforliberty.com, you can go to that link and read it yourself. Scroll down here. So, William, this is this is actually happening these days, right? This is not like this is some fairy tale. Uh, the yeah. Daily Wire had an article about this. Yeah, go to the Daily Wire uh, link there. It's uh, the highlighted red. There you go. Yes, this is actually happening. Um, so from the Daily Wire, uh, it talks about the story about how uh, a divorced couple, they're, uh, I think, as early as three years old, the mother told their son, you're a girl, mm -hmm. and started putting them in dresses and everything. And the father, um, well, he's not standing for any of this. He went on Tucker Carlson and talked about the story. But California has this new law that makes it a sanctuary for these transgender surgeries. And, of course, the mother took the child brought them to California where they would be safe from any kind of uh, repercussions or any kind of court orders. So the mother is now free to transition this, I think they're now nine years old, uh, child. Yeah, like a nine-year-old child. Like, what the hell? I mean, that's insane. Yep. And even if a child, you know, the way you phrased that, it almost as if the mother's pushing, but even if a child says, I feel like a girl, it's like you're nine years old. Who cares what you feel? Well, yeah, and I wish I, I should have sent Dawson the video earlier. I won't do it. You can go and read the Daily Wire article. They have the video there. But well, why don't, what, what's the article? We could always scroll onto it. Well, no, it's a video. So it's a video the father recorded. He said it's his first iPhone video he ever recorded. But Oh, I think I saw this. Yeah, it's of the kid. Uh, he's asking the kid questions like... Scroll down to that. That's good stuff. Yeah, uh, hey, um, well, why why are you a girl? Well, because I like girls. Okay, well, he sounds like a normal boy to me. It's not that, is it? Uh, there is a tweet from... Uh, keep scrolling. Um, okay, so there's the transcript of the discussion. Okay, so the father... Scroll up just a little bit. James Younger was three. Jeff Younger asked his son, You're a boy, right? No, James answered. I'm a girl. Now, this is a three-year-old, right? Mm -hmm. Jane, yeah, it says hey, either James three or three. five. I'm not sure when this video. Oh, does it say three there? It says three right there. Okay. I've got a two-year-old at home who will be three in August. So, like, the idea of having that conversation is a joke. Yeah. He might be a dinosaur tomorrow. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> who told you you're a girl? What? Jeff 
Jesse's out. Jesse has lots of issues. <laughs> Apparently Jesse's on the ground up in St. Cloud at the Kamala Harris event and he's not getting data, which is beyond me that there would be bad data in that area. You kind of make it kind of wonder if it could be like the jamming. secret service. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can they know we were coming? <laughs> uh, who told you you're a girl? Younger asked mommy. James replied, Jeff younger. When did she tell you you were a girl or when? Oh, well, yeah <laughs> like this doesn't make sense yeah because it's a three-year-old when did she tell you you were a girl because i love girls james told him oh i see so mommy told you you're a girl Mm-hmm. did i read into that one i don't know <laughs> mm. Mm. after james informed his father that his mother put dresses on him brought him head bands and her hair clips and painted his nails because he liked nail polish younger asked his son so mommy puts you in a dress and puts nail polish on you Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what does my we should just watch the video this is awful <laughs> i don't know how to read i'm actually this. kind of enjoying this are so. you enjoying this <laughs> i do have three little kids at home and that's the thing is like when you're a father you think this is even more ridiculous than just someone that's not doesn't well, right we're not trying to make light of the situation it's just it's completely and utterly ridiculous the conversation they're having and it's kind of sad too to think oh that God. this kid actually believes it because his mother instilled these ideas in him and now he's going to grow up believing it you know, honestly, that's not the saddest part because, quite frankly, uh, it's a three-year-old and, you know, they, they believe in Santa Claus. So uh, it's not like it's the end of the world. It's the end of the world when you do something physically to the child. It's abusive, right? Mm. And I guess at a certain point, how long you keep up this facade, it – Well, it's mental okay, abuse, you know what? too. It, you got a good point because then he takes it to school and then yeah, – Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just did it, didn't I? <laughs> But you know, so, no, the push-ups are if you comment on it. Yes. Yeah, so, Sorry, this is inside baseball. Well, now we have to explain it. We have to explain it. So Jake, being the guy that he, Jake, I said the only kind of questions I have, right? Uh, <laughs> then, then we start saying, "Nice observation." So <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we it's like an addiction, out. you know. It gets worse and it worse is. as it goes along. Yes. Yeah. But see, I recognize it right away because I know there's push-ups behind this. So yep. Shouldn't have benched today. <laughs> or maybe I should have done that lightweight you did there, William. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, this is uh, fascinating to adults who have children because I can't imagine what it would be like. Well, I shouldn't say that. I can imagine, um, and it's a scary thing to imagine, that this would happen and you, there's nothing you can do. And so these 35 authors in the House and five in the Senate literally are putting a dad or a mother – I, I'm sorry. I always assume it's going to be like the mother doing this. I don't know why I have that suspicion, but um, the uh, your, your wife is going to do this, and there's nothing you can do. And you're like, oh my god, the things that can happen to my child. As I was going to say to you, the mental aspect. They go to school, they get bullied because of this, because kids are very harsh at school, mm-hmm. and there's this, you know, definitely. Um, <laughs> transgenderism is way outside the mainstream it's a small fraction of the population that is well that's a growing percentage though is the thing yeah but it's not really a growing percentage it's uh, i want to be unique and different right it's not because there's actually people that have true problems with their gender and it's such a small amount of people well and true so now we're doing this crazy thing where we're like oh that's normal and everything and and we need to and we need to at grammys like applaud this thing and it's like, what? And then all of a sudden, there's the percentage all of a sudden growing. Like, that doesn't even make sense either. But it's just because it's the thing to let some 
troubled youth stand out on. And there, there's another good point, right? Troubled youth that really aren't that way, but they're like, oh, well, maybe I have a new gender identity and that's something that's unique and cool. And, mm-hmm. and society is looking at this as this is a great thing. And well, that would be really bad for them then to get hacked up because they didn't even really truly feel that way. Right. No, and uh, I think I just saw a study. Uh, maybe Daily Wire was talking about this. So- someone was talking about this. But um, the thing is, most of these gender-confused children grow out of it. I think it's like 90%, something ridiculous Huge like part. that. Um, but no, the immediate solution apparently is to say, well, let's chop them up. Let's uh, affirm this identity so that they're stuck with it for the rest of their lives. Now, you quoted in the article uh, Dr. Shane Taylor saying in this Vanderbilt University that it's like a big moneymaker. What's that all about? Yeah, so Matt Walsh, again with Daily Wire. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Daily Wire. Well, listen, I think tell. Matt Walsh has run point on you know the conservative side on this whole yes. issue because no, he's done a very good job. Yep, and he he's living in Tennessee now, so he did some undercover research on Vanderbilt, which is in yeah. Tennessee. And... Uh, he discovered this video that they put out in the public, by the way, so for anyone to watch it. But they're talking about how these transgender surgeries are a cash cow. They're a moneymaker. And it's no wonder why the establishment has started pushing this. It's no wonder why Planned Parenthood is talking about taking up these transgender surgeries because, well, they make money. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason that Pfizer started pushing out these vaccines because it makes them money. Gotcha. I guess we're still having problems with Jesse. Uh, I don't know how we were having these problems today. What? You know, it's almost as if like the Secret Service knew MAGA Jesse was going up to the Kamala Harris event and they like <laughs> did something to his phone. They saw the MAGA hat from miles away and they they got right on it. Tell Jesse, yeah, I know, but I'm I'm live on air here, uh, Dawson. I'm trying to. I can't find the text message stream with him, Jesse. I can text him. I'll, I'll just say it right now. Turn off your phone, or shut down your phone and restart it. Shut down your phone. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Usually works. I mean, Jesse's like 25 years old. How is this 40-year-old telling him all this? Is he 25? 25, 26? I thought he was 24. 24? Is he that much older than me? He's a young guy. You should know this, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. It's not the only reason he's up in St. Cloud, by the way. Um, of course, uh, we bash on him when he's not here to defend himself. Oh, I don't care. Should we do our tr- stump the Trump segment? He's the one that calls here? five minutes ahead of time. Say, "Oh, I can't get on on air." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, we should just stump yeah. Trump without him here. <laughs> no one's gonna like that. Remember, he's got fans out there. He does so, have fans. Yeah, we've got to tread lightly on that one. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Uh, what else did we have in this article here before we move on? Because you got something else that you want. You've been texted me with all week that's fascinating mm-hmm. um I, I have been vindicated on this topic too but we'll, well get yeah we could get into i'll that. brag about it in a minute yeah um okay well let's uh let's move on because we want to bring in jesse at this time but um we'll wait till jesse turns his phone off and turns it back on i guess that's where we're at <laughs> any comments bridget that i need to clear um, before no, we go on to the next just, subject no okay um so you've been texting me william about this and it's fascinating, and I don't actually think a lot of people are talking about it, even though it's like literally the starts of like way that World War Three would start. Yes. So what did you uncover the other day? So I discovered via Twitter, I get most of my news from Twitter, I'm sure like a lot of you do um, at home, but that this is a claim made by a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. Um, what was his name again? Seymour Hirsch. Seymour Hirsch, who un- uncovered a lot during the Vietnam War. But... 
he claims that the U.S. was responsible for blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline, uh, which I think this was a big story a couple months back where it just kind of exploded and everyone was pointing fingers at each other. Some people thought Russia sabotaged it themselves to try to make it a false flag operation. Some people thought it was terrorist groups or something like that trying to bring all the superpowers into war. Right. And we learned nothing and that just kind of died as an issue. But the Nord Stream pipeline is very huge because it what it's what feeds the natural gas, Russia's natural gas, to Europe. And Europe was very dependent on that natural gas. Yes. And this is uh if this was the US, it's obviously the US getting involved in the Ukraine Russia conflict. Mm -hmm. And like you said, could lead to World War Three. So if the US truly did do this and it's it's interesting because um, this guy published his blog post on Substack, and almost immediately, uh, the White House retorts and says, "No, no way. We this is a conspiracy theory. We would never do such a thing." But this is a pretty reputable guy mm -hmm. who posted this, so it's worth taking into consideration. And I don't think enough people are talking about it. And you were pretty hesitant at the time. Well, because you said I, uh, I think an obscure website. Let's pull up uh, the the first one, London Times or something like that, Dawson. You shook, you shaked your head, uh, or shook your head. Uh, yeah, is, is Jesse still not? Um, he, he also says it's too windy, so nobody'd be able to hear anything. Look, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did he actually do? go there, or is he <laughs> just? Is he like back in his apartment catching a nap? Like, what's going on? He's just sitting in as his a, car. As outside. a videographer, though, like I'm glad that he cares about the quality that he'd be putting out too. You know what? Yeah, that's. I won't say the words, but I know it's a good point. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll let you take it. You know, i, I got to make an observation, William. You seem very low energy when Mega Jesse's not here. Do you know that? I'm low energy you, right yeah, now? Yeah, you seem a little low energy. I feel a little, you that sense I feel right a little fired up. They definitely... You feel fired up? I don't feel you're bringing stuff, it. I was pretty... Who am I supposed to be attacking right now? Maybe it's the <laughs> position you know, we have this. Uh, That's it. No, you I are confused. I think him and Jesse definitely can go back and forth with each other. Probably exactly. just missing Jesse. Mm, I do. Aww, I sweet? miss him deep down. <laughs> well, just go. Ten There's something that's missing. Just go over to his apartment ten minutes away and, and check how he's doing because <laughs> no apparently that's where he's at. I mean, how does this guy not have the ability to go? I, I'm just I'm baffled by this. Low energy. How dare you? Well, I, I need a, to get into it with you now. So I you had, <laughs> I had to th throw that at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so that was the article, London Times or whatever it was. Um, so then I went in and read Seymour Hersh's actual article. Very interesting, reputable journalist. This is fascinating stuff. Um, so this is his Substack. If you guys aren't familiar with real true journalism these days, it's all Substack, right? right? Because Pretty there's much. no editors, there's nothing but the author write to the audience. And if mm -hmm. you're reputable, uh, you certainly have a built-in audience. I'll scroll up just a little bit. So he's actually detailing an event right there is fine. Um, basically by Navy divers. And this was even outside of, did you read the Seymour Hersh? Uh, substance? I had glanced at a couple minutes before uh, okay. we came on here. So apparently it was done with outside of the special operations command because uh, they would have to report to Congress. So this was hatched under uh, Navy divers down in, uh, I think it was in Panama city, Florida. And uh, they basically looked into doing this, and then they, uh, and then um, right here, uh, within um, back in February. Well, no, this is not it. February seventh. What am I talking about? Oh, 
In early 2022, the CIA working group poured back to Sullivan's interagency group, we have a way to blow up the pipeline. So this is um, early in 2022, so over a year ago, or basically yeah. a year ago, wow, uh, they were already thing? starting to plan this thing. Now, this is, goes back to the Trump era, knowing that this is a big, big deal, this pipeline. It's a massive deal, yes. right? It's essentially uh, Russia with a big grip on uh, most of Europe because that's where they're going to be addicted to their natural um, – uh, natural gas for, for energy, which is also a massive problem that they have right now. So anyhow, scroll back down to that video. This was a uh, press conference with a German. What is this? Is this the German? Uh, uh, what do they call him now? Prime Minister? That's not right. Is it Prime Minister yeah, in Germany? Yeah, Prime Minister. Okay. And uh, let's go ahead and play this uh, video here real quick. Uh, this was, I think, did it say the date on there? I don't remember. I'll go ahead and play that video. A couple questions each. Uh, uh, Reuters, Ange Andrea, you got the first question. Thank you, Mr. President, and uh, thank you, Chancellor Schultz. Um, Chancellor, President, you, not President. Chancellor, my bad. I wanted to ask you about this um, Nord Stream project that you've long opposed. You didn't mention it just now by name, nor did Chancellor Schultz. Did you receive assurances from Chancellor Schultz today that Germany will, in fact, pull the plug on this project uh, if Russia invades Ukraine. And did you discuss what the definition of invasion could be? And then Chancellor Scholz, when I ask you, Chancellor Scholz, there was some strategic ambiguity that was needed in terms of. I really appreciate the English translation because when with wearing that mask, I can't tell what the hell she's saying. Is that what that was? I was confused by the second audio stream there. Well, yeah. I mean, what did you think? She's speaking German. Oh, yeah, funny. You're not really saying what the details are. Is that just an excuse for Germany maybe to not support the SWIFT measures? Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if, uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. <laughs> what do, what, how, will you, how will you do that? What do you mean by that? <laughs> exactly. Since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control. We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. All right, stop. And that they did. Does it say supposedly, the date on allegedly. that video? I should have had this prepared um, right above it, maybe. Oh, yeah, we could just go to YouTube. What to say there? Oh, so we are like literally a year ago. Yeah, it's the ninth today. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right? I mean, like, <laughs> where the hell's the media these days? <laughs> like, that's why you got to tune in to shows like us, because, like, that is a huge deal. So, Nord Stream 2, so there's, there's two pipelines, and by pipeline, it's not like one pipeline. I think there's a series of pipelines. Nord Stream 2 and Nord Stream 1 were all attacked. Now, they weren't actually at that time, I think, sending natural gas. We'll get it done. We'll do it. We're going to, we're basically going to make sure that uh, pipeline doesn't work. So, if you read Seymour Hirsch's Substack, I'm just going to put this this way, you know, being a guy that served as a military officer, um, you know, I was 12 years military aid as an officer, many deployments, high, higher up uh, 
staff and stuff like that. Um, when I read his sub stack, I think somebody was feeding him a lot of intel that was correct. That's the way I read, read it. Like the way he was detailing how things went down, the, the Navy divers, the interface with the CIA, um, and then also the things that were just apparent in the public uh, with Biden, uh, what he said literally in a press conference. Right. I'm like, oh, my God. Now, when you sent this to me, I, what did I respond <laughs> with? Do you remember? Uh, you said something about it not being a reputable – or you asked for an actual source. I asked for a better source. Better but source. But I said, yeah, yeah. maybe I'm biased, right, because mm-hmm. I don't want this to be true. Yeah. And to this day, I hold to that. The White House, we don't have that article for him on Reuters. They immediate, immediately actually say, no, this is not true. Um, let me see if I can pull that up again. Well, that's the only way the media is going to report on this as a like conspiracy theory, like White House debunks conspiracy theory. Right. Um, Seymour Hersh, just one second here. I'm just going to read it here. White House says blog post on Nord Stream explosion utterly false of course they call it blog post because that kind of sounds it, like yeah, yeah, yeah downplay hack right even though this is a pulitzer prize winning uh journalist the white house on wednesday dismissed a blog post by a u.s investigative journalist alleging the united states was behind explosions of the Nord Stream gas pipelines as quote utterly false and complete fiction even though you heard from biden's own mouth in february of last year that this thing won't exist anymore well and that wasn't a slip-up either like he often does back to it no he he reaffirmed his statement a couple of times there so it's like he knew something that we didn't reuters has not corroborated the report published by u.s investigative journalist seymour hirsch which said an attack was carried out last september at the direction of president joe biden this is utterly false and complete fiction said adrian watson a spokesperson for the white house national security council spokespeople for the cia and state department said the same yeah of course they would all right here's the deal Will we ever know? I, I don't know if we'll ever know because there really aren't journalists anymore. So the Reuters is like, well, we can't corroborate this story. And no, we gave it a good old college try and they move on. And in some ways, I'm like, I hope we don't ever corroborate this story because it's kind of it's a kind of a big deal. Like that is literally how world wars start. Yes. But, you know, the political side of me goes, did Biden literally do something that could have brought us into World War Three? Yeah, like I'm under your head. I'm under your head. What do you think? Do you think this happened? I do think it happened because there's a lot of speculation, even at the time that the the U.S. did it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm with you in that. I hope it's not true because the last thing we need is a world war. Mm -hmm. Um, I I can't imagine uh, for for the apolitical people like Dawson, this would turn everyday life upside down. It really would. Yeah, I mean, like, we, we literally, well, not only screw potentially Europe with their energy sources, but Russia, that's an attack on Russia. I don't, if they, if they went on to, I, I'm just trying to think of a good example, like m- maybe offshore oiling, o- oil drill, uh, uh, oil drills um, in the Gulf, or maybe even like the Arctic pipeline, you know, in yeah. Alaska yeah. would be synonymous. Like, would we not say that's something that we'd have to defend? And right. Like, unbelievable. And this is Joe Biden, the guy who just did uh, mumbled through a State of Union dress, never mentioning the Chinese spy plane, or sorry, spy balloon that made its way from West Coast to East Coast. I yeah. mean, absent from his whole speech. 
So now speaking of this event, uh, Dawson, will you go grab our Twitter? I have got to bring this. <laughs> we just posted this meme. Um, you know, th there's a real problem with the Democrats right now. They don't know if there's still a pandemic happening. Bernie Sanders clearly thinks there's still a pandemic. He was wearing his N95 mask, you know, very uncomfortable. At one point we commented that he was moving his glasses up because he was fogging them up. Obviously mm -hmm. the, the uh, uh, <laughs> breath coming up through the nose area. Um, but other top Democrats, including Dr. Jill Biden and Kamala Harris's husband, don't seem to think that there is a pandemic. Go to that first. Uh, go down one more. One, one more than that. There you go. This is uh this is two high end Democrats, the first lady of the United States kissing uh kissing uh Kamala Harris's uh husband. So that's the <laughs> Well, you didn't see this before? Why don't I you put it in the Twitter? Truth Hurts chat. Um, that's we we had a special of. Valentine for that. By the way, it's uh Paul Pelosi below them in that hat. Wait, so there this is the president's wife, the first lady. Yes. yes. And this is not the president. That's the vice president's <laughs> That's husband. That's the best line on the show. And this is not Joe Biden, right? <laughs> Someone's like, look at the earlobes. It's clearly not him. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, no, yeah, Joe Biden. And they're doing this while Joe Biden's down at the podium, too. So That's, they're sharing an embrace. Very uh, uh, Sicilian of them, too, this, right? This isn't a cultural thing, right? To, like, kiss people randomly. Well, that's why I list? said Sicilian. Like, uh, I think it? there's some Italians that definitely kiss. Well, on the I cheek. I still think they kiss. No, nah, they might hit a little lip. It's okay, still and that's what lip. it kind of looks like. It looks like kind of a side. Regardless, it looks weird. Well, you it's can very you can see the video. They Well, let's pull up the video just so people I haven't seen the video, so that's news. probably. Yeah, let's watch the video. Just uh, Dawson on the fly, YouTube, um, Jill Biden and uh, Jill Biden Harris. We'll just put it that way. There's got to be a gazillion videos of it at this point. Oh, my God. We're literally going to the Internet to see videos of this. One can only imagine the wonderful things that have been created around this one. Right? Like, Are you are you in insinuating what I think you're insinuating? I'm, I'm saying, like, love music, you know? Oh, okay. What, what are you insinuating? I don't know. Well, that is – we literally picked the worst one. I guess this is – okay, here we go. Coming in. <laughs> Zoom in. <laughs> God, Dawson's got very good power uh, of uh, stopping on the fly. You know, that's a great line. We should get one of them zoomed out because it's like everyone's like, yay, kissing. <laughs> yeah, wait, that's even better. <laughs> no, we're not kidding you. That's what happened. They're uh, sharing an embrace. You know what? And Kamala's in St. Cloud today. So Joe Biden does this to his daughter, Ashley, too, right? Doesn't he kiss? Yeah, he does. Do well, okay. So first of all, we're talking about Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden making uh, interesting gestures and uh, you know things mm. that are not considered normal with other human beings. Mm. Uh, you know, Mister Sniffer in Chief. Right. Oh, this oh, was only the first one. They seem to like kissing each other, huh? Hey, by the way, Jesse hasn't reached out to me again. Is he just like now? Able oh, look at that slow motion. Now here, this is a straight on kiss. You can see. You can see the passion in, back, the, in their right? eyes. Look at, <laughs> look at that. Oh, wait. Yeah, she's closing her eyes, too, there. 
And look at that lady to the right. She's like, hmm, excellent. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> and Paul Pelosi's clapping it on. Yeah. So that's the second kiss? Well, that's by far worse. That looks like two people in love right Well, there. hold on. If we discovered a second kiss, how many kisses do we think that there are total? Well, the cameras weren't always on them, so mm, yeah. you know, it's kind of like hand check. <laughs> that's that's what uh, Marjorie I mean, Taylor Green was. You don't see their the hands right now, so you that's don't a valid. See their hands. It's a valid concern. You think uh, Jill's right hand's grabbing a little touche? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, yes, we have degraded this level of the show. But once again, these people are such awkward people that it's yeah. like we've got to comment on it. Those who seek power usually are, quite frankly, they're psychopaths. You they know, are. They don't have social ability. Right. So most people look at that going, that's not normal there. And you're right. There's some cultures that are a little different. Maybe it's the culture of the elite Democrats. <laughs> but let's go back to Twitter. Once again, I must say those two people. Ever you visit the hospital or oh, something? Yeah, that's about the only time I had to wear a mask. Yeah. It's a dang hospital. I mean, was, at first I my was. My last kid was born August 3rd of 2020. It's like crap. Has it been that long? Yeah. Wow. I know. That is crazy. I remember, no, because I remember when that happened. Yeah, I'm glad you wow. <laughs> You didn't come to see us in the hospital. With that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let you in. Has Jesse, has Jesse gotten back to you, Dawson? What is going on with Jesse? Is he like, I think he went to his apartment and just like, oh, I can't get a hold of you. I think that, I think that Jesse has succumbed to how it won't work. Well, he's part of our door knocking uh, operation up there. By the way, yeah, yeah, you could show him a picture. Oh, you know the, what? I should, I should, Dawson. Where should I put that picture of? Uh... Oh, you know what? No, I didn't put in the truth hurts uh, chat real quick. Let me grab this. Yeah, give me one second. Um, on the fly, I think people would be interested. There was one other thing you wanted to cover, uh, Fetterman. <laughs> oh, I completely forgot yeah, about that. You keep that. sending me stuff, don't you? Yeah, no, let's talk about that. So um, I only found out about this this morning, but apparently it broke last night. Uh, John Fetterman is in the hospital. Um, and I, I don't wish any ill on him, of course, but I mean. I really appreciate the, you telling us that. The, I, I was <laughs> thinking you did. So, <laughs> But the, the voters of Pennsylvania. That's like people saying, you know, I, I just want you to know I'm not for Russia. I'm not for Putin, but. We should rethink this strategy against Ukraine, you know? Have you noticed that? That's what everyone seems to do on I our mean, side. So you're referring to, like, the Crystal and Sager. No, I mean, everyone Rogan. does that. Yeah, so I read or I saw mean, their he, thing, he, too. I, I feel like I have to preface that, too. Uh, people are still going to call you a Putin sympathizer, so it doesn't matter, I guess. But um, I guess people are also going to say I'm wishing harm on him. But, like, the guy had a detrimental stroke before he was elected to the United States Senate. Um, and the voters of Pennsylvania didn't seem to care. Like he won by a decent margin. I think mm -hmm. like maybe three or four points, something like that. Mm -hmm. And now he's back in the hospital again. Um, I don't know if they've, I haven't read this article, so I don't know if they've confirmed that it was another stroke, but that's what a lot of the rumors are saying. Well, I was, uh, having stroke like symptoms. I know that's what it was. So right. I'll just right. read this article here. Fetterman's hospitalization does not appear to be related to his previous spoke, uh, stroke, his office said. Uh, he's been hospitalized overnight. Follow oh, by the way, uh, this is breaking news. Um, apparently, Representative Angie Craig, Congressional District 2 in Minnesota, was assaulted in her 
uh, I don't know if hotel is the right term. Um, when was this? This was like breaking this and morning. And when did you? Oh, this morning, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, why is she staying in a hotel? Well, possibly. Oh, apartment building, sorry. Oh, apartment, apartment okay. building. Uh, this is in D.C. It was assault the Thursday morning in her Washington, D.C. apartment building. Her office said the tech does not appear to be politically motivated. Her chief of staff, Nick Coe, added, which is interesting because, you know, Paul Pelosi gets attacked. And, well, that could have just been that he drank too much, right? <laughs> I don't know what too much is for that ogre. Uh, quote, towards the end of the Senate Democratic retreat today, Senator John Fetterman began feeling lightheaded, end quote, a statement from his office read. Um, but he's in good spirits and talking with staff and his family. Well, it sounds like he's improving. <laughs> yeah, who knows? The Jesse would have liked that one. one. I can't even get a laugh from you. You are low energy today. Jeez, William. I, I was that was laughing. a good one. I was smirking. I was uh, giving you the... Just uh, the I, I was waiting for you to say it was a good point. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really, I'm really restraining myself right now in that department. But the hospitalization does not appear to be related to his previous stroke. The statement added, uh, "Quote: He left and called his staff, who picked him up and drove him to George Washington University Hospital. Initial tests did not show evidence of a new stroke, but doctors are running more tests, and John is remaining overnight for observation." End quote. It continued. Yeah, I you mean, sent me a tweet. Someone was speculating that it was a stroke, um, so it might be a big nothing burger here, or might be the fact that this guy literally can't stay with us. I mean, I got a Fox News article. I wish that the Senate was literally 50-50 where this would really come into play, but, of course, Georgia didn't go. Uh, well, this does really come into play, um, but we don't wish it would come into play because if the Senate did return back to a 50-50 split, uh, miraculously, um, Democrats wouldn't have committee assignments anymore or they wouldn't have control of the committee assignments. What do you mean by that? So before uh, Democrats took official control, uh, there, there's a big, there's a lot of talk about this after the election because. Hold on. I wasn't saying that he passes away. I was just mean like his absence on the floor. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Okay. That's why I had to preface like, well, let's but I, I, I still don't know. I, I don't know why they wouldn't control committee assignments. You know, the yeah, there's are some article. Assigned. Well, that was pre, that, pre. Uh, that's true. Right. So maybe it wouldn't matter in this Congress, but um, for the it's going to mean Kamala is going to have to do some more work other than going to St. Cloud, where Jesse is uh, allegedly, but probably not, because he's in his apartment. We need to give him a break. I feel like I, he should have gotten back to us earlier, but All right, well, he's he's still on the dedicating clock, a lot so of time uh, to this. <laughs> I'm going to call Jesse. We're going to get at least a report on the phone. I can't believe it. This is the second time we've had to go. Do we not have a state of art studio or what? I mean, come on. We're calling people to get reports on the phone. We had to do that with Michelle even. Mm -hmm. This one's obviously not our fault. It's Jesse's fault. I guess we're going to have to get him a phone or something. Oh, he's like uh, he's pulling a Judy Seaburger and just not <laughs> taking my phone calls. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. I was just, I was wondering, like, is he going to go, uh, yeah, uh, what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> he was here this morning, right? Like, I wasn't imagining that. He did take we, the lid pieces, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe the real Jesse is the friends we made along the way. Maybe he's a figment of our imaginations. Maybe. Uh, did you get that email, Dawson? Let's pull up. Jesse's joining our operations up in St. Cloud. Uh, might as well when... Kamal is there. Let people know how radical these Democrats are. So this yep. is uh, Eric Putnam, a senator on the left. <laughs> Actually, both are on the left. 
See what I did there? <laughs> uh, and Dan Wolgamott, the guy who loves wearing masks. And yes. uh, we were letting their voters know exactly what they just supported today, which is very extreme late-term abortions. We're going to be doing a lot of door-knocking operations, putting pressure mm -hmm. on politicians, hopefully a lot before votes take place. In this case, we were letting the voters in their district know exactly the votes they've already done, which are radical. Yes. And, of course, it's not just the abortion. It's the energy bill. These Both bo both of these guys have signed on – or, sorry, signed on – voted for a bill that's literally going to lead to climatic deaths because they are – fully bought into this COVID or this um, global warming cult. And they think that we've got to take us off of all carbon energy in Minnesota by 2040, 80% by 2030, which is only seven years away, which is cra crazy. Yeah. So um, who knows where these guys are going to be on the bill making through the house right now on making us a sanctuary state for gender mutilation. You yeah. Know? I mean, this stuff's red meat for like the far left. Democrats mm -hmm. and the DFL's doing what we wish the Republicans would do if they ever gained any you mean, power. You gotta, you gotta specify what you mean on that one there. What they hope, you know, like going towards the policies that they've always talked about, right? Not that they would be doing the same policies, but that the. All right, I was would... gonna follow up. Yeah, okay. I was gonna finish <laughs> my statement, um, in that they are catering to their most hardcore base. Yeah, uh, the grassroots of their party. And, of course, we know that if Republicans ever gain power, they would try to maintain the status quo. They're, oh, we got to worry about reelection. But it's weird because a lot of the people in swing districts, uh, a lot of the DFLers in swing mm -hmm. districts, they're signing on to these bills and they're voting for them and giving floor speeches for them. It's right. like they're not even thinking about reelection. It's weird. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. Well, that's what we're facing here in Minnesota, the radical leftists. Um, mm -hmm. And at least we're doing something about it. So we're going to be launching all these field operations. Yes, not I'm excited to see those. Yeah, I know. Not just like from the Iron Range over to the North Dakota border. Uh, St. Cloud, obviously, there's a lot of places in the Twin Cities metro area. Um, I don't know if we'll be inside the uh, Twin Cities because, boy, the uh, these, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, it's Jordan's first name. I can't think of Jordan. Sydney. Sydney Jordan. It's not like we're going to change her mind, are we, Dawson? Well, it's right. about creating a little political pain, right? It's about creating political pain. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's all we got for you today. Uh, apparently, uh, Jesse is snoozing in his apartment. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's 2023, isn't it? Like, it's not hard to get a hold of someone on the phone. Maybe it's the Secret Service jamming our, his phone. That, that's Could probably be. what it is. Well, even if he's not up there, we're still going to make sure that those pamphlets get handed out to every. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not relying on just Saint Mega Club. Jesse. Yeah. The uh, Kamala Harris thing was just the icing on the cake. Yes. Hey, might as well go walk over there and see what's going on. From what I heard is the thing was blocked down, so there were people out there. It's at a uh, event, um, like uh, I think it's a bus, electric bus manufacturing plant mm -hmm. south of uh, St. Cloud. So there you go. All right, well, thank you guys for tuning in this week, and uh, we'll be back on Tuesday at 1 o'clock. We'll see you then.